Okay, everybody, this is the So Baseball Podcast for Monday, September 13th. We are going to have a phone in with Kevin and Dave to talk about... Ow! Oh, my God. My cat just scratched me. I guess I have to leave this in. Rita, why did you do that? Hello? Kevin. You seem distant. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, that's better. Welcome aboard. I pumped up the volume. Pump up the jams. Is that a copyrighted phrase? Probably. Oh, good. Well, we just abused that. Um, I got your, uh, your equivalent of a meeting beforehand, which is your notes. Apple yeah, notes. Yeah, my Apple notes. My little... My little he, running order. And you updated it since the first one you sent. So fortunately, I didn't I didn't print the first one you sent. I just well, printed the <laughs> new version. Why would you print it? Just bring it up on your computer, your phone. Are you really asking me that question? Why me, the person who has a rotary phone still, would print this? <laughs> well, I know you uh, print like official documents and all that, but something that's a... a changing document i don't know why you would ever well i'm hoping that once we start this show you're not going to be adding topics while we're live on the air no the document will remain unchanged i can make notes on it that's that's my goal here i'm going to keep score yeah so about that with the running order my brother's about to join us oh good okay but um but so but he has limited time so oh let's front gonna, load padres that's exactly what, yeah we're going to front load padres dodger game he dodger game the baseball game oh my god yeah let's not let's not even get into that until dave yeah. joins because yeah. he was going to want to be here for this yeah. so um before i'm going to the padres tonight by the way get out of here yep oh man what kind tonight. of ticket did you get i got the the cheap one the uh, 415? 415. I'm in the 415 for $12. Nice. They didn't, they didn't let me get the $10 ticket because you, you had to buy two tickets to get the $10 one, and I was only buying one. So That's so funny. And so they, they penalized me 20%. But they did give me a 20% discount. <laughs> Look, if, if, I could, if I had the time to get to as many games as, as I could, yeah, uh, I wouldn't even. I mean, I guess if I could, if I could get like a season pass to go, you know, stand. Yeah, like I had. A, That's what I had. Not this year, but but I still have to pay twenty dollars for parking. That's the yeah, other thing. I pay. For, I free parking for me. And where do I'm you not, park? I'm not telling our listeners where I park because one of. Oh them, yeah, they, no, I don't want to blow yeah, up blow up no. the spot, but um. I, I let's just put it this way. I know the perimeter of where the meters are that charge eight dollars an hour. Holy crap. And I don't park in one of those meters. Okay, so about how far away do you end up parking? Well, I have to, it's a boat. I have to park out in the ocean <laughs> in the bay. <laughs> you ocean for up. Max Muncy, but yeah, I meant, no. No, I'm a, I'm a, you know, a five, eight minute walk to the ballpark. So That's it's not fine. So bad. It's not bad. I mean, I take different courses depending on what's going on with the crowd is like, you know what kind of debris and I'm time using of word, day i'm using the word debris very loosely 
uh, on the what are sidewalk. you talking about? Well, I'm talking about uh, human. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah, okay. Human, human releases. So do you um, ever like pre-COVID, did you ever take um, public transportation down there? No, no. Why not? Well, I would. Let's see. Two giant scans. No, I have done some giant scans, but but no. In, in this this latest round, I've I've got my spot. I've got my timing down. Like you know, it's 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 a race to get there and get to my spot, and then I know my spot. You know, depending on the time of day. Um, you know, I, it's a you know, it's a downtown ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, accessible by public transportation. It is, but but it look if I can get there in. 20 minutes versus an hour and a half, I think you can yeah. weigh the difference. And the getting home is also. Yeah, and it's just long. And then you, you know, I mean, I, I went to the A's game on BART. Hey, so night. Nice. Yeah. Okay. But you, I parked at the You BART drove station. to BART. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no <laughs> BART station near my house. But I mean, there is the end Judah. I could take the end Judah and that takes me directly to the ballpark. But uh, it's just a matter of timing and everything, you know, so. I've yeah. got my spot. I'm not paying any extra. It's it's more expensive to take the thing. I mean, I don't know how much I pay for gas these days, but I'm sure it's not that much fuel used yeah. to get from here to there. So anyway, but anyway. It's, uh, it's very exciting because their magic number is one. To clinch a now, playoff spot. Yeah. And I don't understand. And I've been trying to find this and anyone out there, meaning you, uh, knows otherwise who it, could they lose and make the playoffs tonight? Cause I haven't been able to find that. Well, fight. yeah. Cause I, your elimination number is always <laughs> to somebody else. Right. Well, yeah. But I mean, I don't know what that is because well, I, I think I figured it out by looking at the, the, the mass wild card thing is that. So the teams that are eligible for the wild card need to have less games than they can reach the giant right. number. Right. So, so that 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 we know, and they, I think the Giants have ninety four wins at this point. Ninety three. Oh well, they have ninety four. So so if the Giants have eighteen games left, right, or whatever, yeah, um, nineteen nineteen games left, and the Cincinnati Reds are nineteen games back of them because right. the Giants have lost fifty and the Reds yeah. have lost sixty nine. So then it's the done deal. They can't. Yeah. That so last if they win one card, more, yeah, they can't. They can't lose the rest of their games and fall out of the wild card. That's right. That's basically what this clinch is. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird one because they should celebrate, right? And they I think they will celebrate, but based on how the Giants celebrate other things, it's probably gonna be pretty muted. It's gonna be a non celebration. Yeah, it could be a beer from a vending machine or something like that. But <laughs> um you know, save a little money. Teams making money. They probably have a vending machine in the locker room. That's how they offset some costs, you know. Well, as uh, we know, like Jeter didn't even let the them celebrate clinching the division or whatever. Like, like yeah. he's like, there's a lot left to do. Don't get too, you know, don't get too excited. But that was not 1996. No. Yeah. That was later on. Yeah. That's, that's later when he was, you know, the captain. Right. And the captain in, in real stitching, not electrical tape. So, <laughs> What was up with that? Did we ever get to the I bottom? Found, of- I got to the bottom of it. So here was the story. For everyone who didn't know, Brandon Belt, first game in Chicago on Friday, uh, was in the game with electrical tape on his jersey with a C, okay? Right. So they were flying from Denver to Chicago, which I believe would have been Wednesday night because they had an off day on Thursday. 
Okay. He said when they landed, he he made an announcement. He says, "Everyone stay seated. I'm the captain. I get to get off the plane first." <laughs> what okay, a fucking so, douchebag! So he was just being funny, right? He's, he actually has a good sense of humor. So he was being funny. So and he said, "Everyone, let him get off the plane first. So he goes, "Being the alpha male that I am, hey, I was just proven that I am the captain." Okay. Flash forward to the game Friday during the day. Evan Longoria, being funny as well, decided to make a little C on Brandon Belt's jersey before he got to the ballpark. Brandon Belt wore that jersey, and everyone thought, well, he's not going to wear that during the game. He's just going to take that right. off or change it. But then someone elbowed Evan Longoria and like during the first inning. He said, Brandon still has a C on his chest. <laughs> That's funny. And then he proceeds to get a double home run and walk twice. So now he really is the captain. So now he was the captain. So he does this post-game interview, and he's saying, yeah, well, you know, I'm the captain. And, of course, every captain takes charge. Of it, so I told him I was the captain. And he's being funny about the whole thing, and that was the story. And next day, he was not wearing the C, so... Right. Uh, like everything a, else, the Giants do it in an understated. It, yeah, it was the most, but it was the most funniest thing that they did all year. You know, we've been talking about that, that they're like robots. That was the least robotic thing they did all year. They're kind of loosening up a little bit. Yeah. I, know, I think they can, scared. they can, they're kind of like, Hey, you know, like you said, we're about to clinch a playoff spot. Yeah. Um, pretty soon they'll clinch. Uh, the division and not having to play in a wild card game. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. We don't know, and they don't know. So yeah. So you know, I mean, you got to think that whether it's the Giants or the Dodgers getting that first wild card spot, they're going to win that game. Although the Dodgers have a lot more starting pitching, like yeah, cards to be played. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, they've yeah. got three aces. And yeah, the Giants they, have like one and a half aces. Yeah, and if and as I've been saying all along, if it is the Padres, um, the Padres actually have more starting pitching than either Dodgers or Giants. They do up and well, depending what happens with Snell. But Snell's no, they, hurt. I, well, I mean, everybody's yeah. kind of hurt. Musgrove is healthy, but yeah, and so is you and all that. Uh, you Darvish, but. Um, no, but what I'm saying is that the Padres actually have people who are designated as starting pitchers more so right. than the Dodgers or the Giants. The Gi- Dodgers currently have three, I think, and the Giants currently have three. Um, I guess you're right. Kershaw is supposed to be coming back, but he's not back yet. And Cueto might come back, but no, no I knows. think I saw a report that says Cueto might be shut down. He might be done for, yeah, and. And and then who was the other guy they had? I only remember now. Who was the other? Logan uh, Webb. No. Uh, so Discalfani, Webb, Gaussman. Wood. Uh, Wood. Wood may be coming back. So okay. Because um, he had the the COVID. Um, well, then he should be coming back. He should be coming back, but you just don't know with that too, right? Yeah. Well, if you really weakness. get a bad case. Yeah. yeah, and I think he did. I think he had a serious case, but so. But my point is, stands. I mean, Snell. That being said, who who left the game sadly yesterday, um, the Padres have more people who are like legitimate starters <laughs> than, than either. I of those mean, teams. it's crazy. It's well. What's funny is like you're counting the Padres starters 
by uh, everybody. And then when you count the Dodgers starters, you're not counting Kershaw or whatever, you know, like, well, but you're no, counting but by different metrics for the no, teams you I, like I and the teams you don't healthy. like. If people who were healthy, the, the Padres had more, like I said, until Snell got hurt. And I don't know the answer, but until that moment, the Padres had more healthy starters. Like, but there's not, it's not just black and white, healthy or not healthy. There's shades of gray. Like you Darvish might have something going on. Snell is obviously dealing with some sort of thing. Like right, there's all kinds of guys that are like, carrying an injury that affects their performance nobody's really at 100 but they're on the roster the the Dodgers and Giants don't only have three starting pitchers on their roster they got Gonsolin on the roster that guy's not a starting pitcher come on he started a game yeah yeah so did White and so did you know so did David uh, Price Jay Jackson for the Giants and so did you know they're going. We got another guy going again tonight. The guy who's their best starter now. He he started, he started one game last week and he finished the next game. <laughs> oh, I did see that. That was kind Le- of awesome. Yeah, Leon Leon is going uh, tonight. He's going to start against you, Darvish. Who look, no matter what you say, how you Darvish is doing, you Darvish is a starting pitcher. Dominic Leone is not a starting pitcher, but he's starting the game. You see what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. designated starting pitching, the Padres had more. Well, you're going to be looking at you, Darvish, tonight, and I really hope I he is healthy. I hope he's healthy, but I hope he gets shellacked. But, you know, but in a good and, way. And um, down here in Los Angeles, Kershaw is starting for the Dodgers against the D-backs. Is he really? Yeah. No, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is. I'm just opening. Oh, he's going against my guy, Zach Gallion. Oh, good. Let's hope Zach is on. He's, yeah, we got a couple of good ball games to look forward to. Yeah, tonight. wow. Did you I'm happen to, to catch that Yankees uh, matinee? I didn't. I just saw the score and I heard that Judge was back, which is thank God for that. Dude, um, I couldn't bear to watch. At, the Yankees went down 5 nothing. I couldn't bear to watch. So I was watching it on game day for a few innings. Then they get one run. So I turn it on. Then they freaking hit into three double plays and I'm turn it back to game day. I can't bear to watch again. Then box, then Gardy comes up, has a classic Gardy at bat works a walk after like seven or eight pitches, you know, fouling him off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fouling I, him, making I'm the just, face. As much as people love to hate on Gardy, like he is up there battling and just, uh, doing everything he can, like to get on base. Like you gotta, you gotta love the effort. Um, he's like leading the team in terms of just like grit. He gets on base. They're all just get it to Judge. Just get it to Judge. And if, so Guardy gets on base. Up steps Judge. He gets a terrible strike one call on a ball that's like six inches off the ground. He battles back, works the count. Um, thingy um Colome leaves one up judge just bops it into right center uh bleachers it was glorious it was like thank god somebody on this team still just knows how to have an approach at the plate wow yeah uh, Aaron judge. Like, yeah. yeah so all rise the judge gets it done again um and then um stanton has a chance to you know uh do damage he he actually had a decent at bat. He strung up. He struck out on a high 
high heater. I mean, struck out swinging. So, you know, all good. You, you know, you, yeah, ball, but, um, and then, um, so then nobody scores in the ninth inning. Top of the 10th, the Twins don't score their runner from second. Donaldson strikes out, I think, or pops out. He, he doesn't advance the runner. Um, they don't score. And then um, bottom of the 10th, um, they're, uh, they've got a runner on, on uh, second. You know, the, the ghost runner or whatever on second. Yeah, zombie runner. Zombie runner. Um, Freaking Gio Urshela comes up. Tries to lay down a bunt. Cannot bunt. He can't eat. He doesn't look like he's ever bunted in his life. He's, he's holding the bat. Like you wouldn't expect a major leaguer to hold the bat. (laughs) He bunts, he tries to bunt twice. Then he tries to bunt again. He fouls it off and he's out. So he like fouls out bunting and everybody is just like scratching their head. This is the announcers were like, what is this? Like, okay. You know, let him swing away with two strikes. What are we thinking here? But anyway, so then Gary comes up, Gary Sanchez, pops a base hit, game over, Yankees win, walk off, scary Gary gets it done. It was epic. Yep. There's, there's something about a Monday game against the Twins or a day game against the Twins. <laughs> the, the Yankees will always get no. healthy against the Twins. It's like, oh, my Lord. Yeah, but I, going back to Judge, though, I have to say, so I saw him on the game on Saturday, right? That was the big um, uh, September 11th Memorial game. Um, and I don't think you were watching because you were at the, the game with your brother at Dodger Stadium. Um, and... I really have to say that I think Judge turned a corner in that game. Like, I think he really – there's just something about him that has, that is elevated more. I think it kind of started with that White Sox game a little bit, uh, national You mean game. the you the mean the Iowa field game? Yeah. yeah. I think a little bit there, but I he, he was in a post-game interview uh, after the game. You know, he had two home runs in that game on Saturday, uh, you know, and – just you just feel that he's like he's coming into something like he's he's more comfortable with being the epic player that he is oh yeah because uh, i i always got the feeling with him that you know and and i think it's a uh, it's a big man's thing too where if you're not fully comfortable being the big man you maybe get a little little hunch a little get your head down a little shorter you know kind of blend in as much as you can but he's standing tall right now. He is just, he, I think, you know, baseball is one of those sports. It takes a while to get to that point to where, you know, you're fully comfortable and, and everything is clicking. And I think judge is that person right now. So. Absolutely. I mean, people have been saying make judge the captain for years. And I think now he's starting to finally uh, grow into the player where that is, yeah. Realistically, some, getting, you know, if they do extend Judge, let's say they win a World Series or go on a deep playoff run again, like, yeah, you know, uh, Judge feels like the next Yankee captain. I, um, I agree. I think he is the, he's there. Yeah. And his fielding is amazing, is totally underrated, you know, as a fielder. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I agree. I think he should. Uh, you know, not Brandon Belt captain, but he should get the actual the real kind. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, uh, but so yeah, the weird thing is judge is 29 years old. Yeah. Um, he still has another year of arbitration for 2022 and it doesn't hit free agency until 2023. Yeah. So he's going to be an old free agent by, by today's standards, you know, 30, 31 or whatever. Like, yeah, it's interesting. I wonder um, what what took him so long to come up. Did he, he played college, didn't he? Yeah. I think he went to Fresno state. I want to say. Um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's from, and cause he's from the, the, the the, Bay area, the Bay area kind of outskirt, you know, yeah bay area so he's from the bay area he goes to fresno state then gets drafted by the yankees you know um i think he just you know spent a little bit of time at each minor league level obviously he won rookie of the year in 2017 so this is right this is his fifth year year. in the majors yeah so after you know six years he'll be a free agent so 2023 but uh you know a lot of you see all these like other stars of the game you want to point to Juan Soto, mm-hmm. Tatis. Yeah. Uh, they're coming up at 2021. Yeah. Or even what's his name in Philadelphia? Bryce Harper. Was 28, I think, when he signed his, his big deal Wait, with the Phillies. Oh, After, right. Oh, right, right. He, yeah. Bryce Harper came up at 19. Yeah. Okay. So he was even. Yeah. He was even. No, and, Bryce Harper is younger than Judge. Yeah. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And he's already got his big contract. He's, yeah, and he's already he's, played two years of that contract. Exactly. So it kind of shows yeah. you like that. And that's why I, th- I think Judge is like a slow, uh, you know, like he, he's he's full. I think he's now fully, fully who he is. You know, he'll be this person yeah. for the next like, you know, five to eight years, right? Yeah. Um, let's hope. Let's hope the Yankees get some rings in that time because uh, they signed. You know, him. they've been in the playoffs every single year. The judge has been there. Um, you know, they could miss out this year, but um, they've been in the playoffs every single year. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Yankees are going to make a run at it every year. They're not going to, like, tear down the team. Um, no, the one year they did, they made a run anyway. <laughs> eh, I don't call that a run. Oh, come on, it was. Um, well, we can we can table that for a, a non-podcast discussion. All right. Or we can talk about it right now. I don't care. Oh, we're waiting for Dave. Dave um, is like jammed up with a bunch of meetings. He may not uh, join us, but oh, okay. um, we'll, well let's, save let's the Padre talk. Yeah, let's go down our list. Um, skipping over the exciting Padres Dodgers game that we went to. Um, yeah. The uh, I want to talk about a little. I know people are sick of hearing about the Yankees, but let's just talk about that Yankees Mets bullshit from last night with the. Little bench clearing non brawl well, with Javi I, I, and Lindor. Yeah, I think it's more Mets though than Yankees. I yeah, don't think, I don't think the Yankees really. I think the Yankees are guests to that foolishness, not like major players in the foolishness, right? The yeah, the Mets are such clowns, man. Well, we we know. Okay, we had the incidents with this the booing fans. And the reaction by the Mets and all that stuff. And now all of a sudden, what? They're all back, one lovey, happy family. But here come the Yankees to town. And they're going to, like, make up some BS, right? Is that where I'm, the whistling? Well, I mean, no, tell me about the, the whistling. The Mets said that the Yankees were um, pick, had picked up on someone on the Mets who was tipping pitches. 
and so the you know yeah they were getting they were getting annoyed even though what the yankees were doing was well within the rules if somebody has a tell that you spot you're well within your rights to try and you know use that or relay that or whatever like you're not using equipment you're not using surveillance you're just hey if this guy has his glove up a little more it's probably a breaking ball if he has his club glove down at his waist it's probably a fastball like if the yankees were catching up to something that uh what's his face was doing um who was the Mets pitcher that was on the mound? Um, oh, it uh, was, uh, yeah, I know you're talking. It's, uh, what's his name? Um, you mean, are you talking about Saturday's game or Sunday? Cause that, Saturday. Sunday, it started on Saturday, right. Yeah. So, so it was uh, the, the guy who's been pitching really well up until that game. Yeah. So, um, I'm pulling up right now just so we're accurate. Walker. Oh, yeah, Taiwan Walker. Tyron Walker, yeah. Um. So... So he was tipping his pitches. Jonathan VR spotted it and went up and called a timeout and said, Hey, they, they're onto something here. And right. Uh, I was watching the game. They didn't come up, pick up on that in the game. They said there was, I, I was distracted and then went back to the game. And there was some carfunkel that he was, Villar was yelling something at someone. Anyway, so that, that was that. Okay. That makes sense to me now. Okay. So then, you know, Lindor ha- comes out, has a huge game yesterday, but right. he can't just, he can't just take his trot around the bases. He has to like, you know, like get in the faces of the Yankees hitters as he's rounding the bases. Stanton like makes a remark or says something while he's making the bases, rounding the bases. And then the Mets have to chirp off and clear the benches. And it's like, they can dish it out. They think they're like big swag, whatever. But then if somebody else has a big moment and wants to fucking drop it on them, they're all, hey, no, you don't do that. Like, you know, and then Javi Bias has to join in. It's like, yeah, you guys look like babies because. Well, well, we know they're babies because 10 days earlier they had their ultimate baby moment. Oh, the, the th- giving their own fans the thumbs down. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, that that was just well, what that that just shows what an idiot you are. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like the best revenge is just you know serve cold or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you you're getting booed. You hit a game winning home run. That you you got your revenge. Right, like, but and that's that's my point is that so and to what you said very clearly is that Lindor and Baez have to carry this other thing further with the Yankees. Cause they're, they're just not mature enough to let it go. Okay. I don't think I said mature. Well, but you know what I'm, what I'm saying is that they're, well, you called them babies. Yeah. They're babies. <laughs> okay. Yes. But okay. You're generally right. Generally someone who's a baby is considered not mature, but, um, uh, so what I'm saying is that they, they just couldn't let it go. They, it, it's just kind of their MO, obviously, this season, is that put those two together, you know, they, they, they're they so right in their minds on everything they do. So, uh, but, hey, the guy hit three home runs. He, you know, I, I don't know about this whole whistling thing or whatever. Well, and, and you can call me an old curmudgeon for this. And, um, like, 
you know, I know Lindor got the huge extension on his contract before the season starts. Good for him. He got the money. Uh, you know, I'm all for players getting getting paid, but I know I know that put a lot of pressure, even more pressure on him to do better on his new team. And he comes over. He's, you know, fighting with Jeff McNeil in the dugout. You know, he's getting booed by fans in Queens. Um, and like, like the, the narrative of major league baseball has kind of been, has, has been like, Oh, you got to root for this guy. He's, he, you know, he's got a great smile. He lights up the game, Mm, you know, like, like the narrative of MLB press is kind of like, you got to love this guy. Right. 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 All the all-star game stuff. I'm like, okay. Like I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. He does seem like a cool guy. You know, he's, he's a flashy player. He's a, you know, great fielder. Like I love it. But then if he, if he starts to show that maybe he's a dick two or three times, four times, like, yeah, maybe this whole like media invented narrative that Francisco Lindor is like this happy go lucky, jolly dude, like that we all need to love and look, you know, like maybe him and Javi Baez are a couple of pricks. Well, I, I personally, my take on that is that we know Baez it has always been, you know, a hothead and all kinds of other things, whatever you want to call. He's someone who's very much not a very nice person from what I can tell from the, from the games that I've seen him as a cub and everything else. So I, I think it's one of those combinations of that Baez comes to town and I think he he got Lindor to act in a way that he might not have acted before because no one saw him acting that way before Uh until Baez comes to town. And all of a sudden Baez starts a revolt against the fans. I mean, what kind of, yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like Butch and Sundance. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now they're both, they're doing the yappy yap yap yesterday yeah that was yesterday yesterday, yeah with the hand come on and then doing the come here and say why if you really want to go fight the guy walk towards their dugout you know who's like pitcher for the reds my my all-time brawl hero the guy who charged the pirates dugout all by himself oh right yeah i I mean think of who it was yeah, yeah that guy right like okay if you're really so big and bad you're not asking someone to come to you. You're gonna yeah. go give it to them. No, yeah, so, I, I don't even care about that. That's no, a bunch no, no. of macho bullshit. But that, but anyway, but it, like, it's part of the whole. It's part of the whole package that we see with this, you know, with these with with Baez, right? Baez, he's been doing that. Lindor was not doing that when he was a Cleveland Indian, as far as we know from what we saw. You know and, who? You know who I like better than Lindor? Okay, and you want to talk about like. Okay, you know, like somebody who's like just got good energy and all this stuff. Um, Jose Ramirez, okay. Um, Who? Who's that? Jose Ramirez on on Cleveland. <laughs> I know, um, I'm just kidding. He is a weird dude, right? He's just odd, okay. Yeah. He he, he like marches to his own drum. He plays. He's one of the top ten players in baseball since yeah. he's entered the game. He's not super flashy, but he is, you know, uh, like a slick fielding kind of like no nonsense dude. Uh, I like the kind of weird, yeah, kind of um, like the the Manny Machados, right? Like, like 
Wow. Like Machado is like hated by some, but um, just he lets his game do the talking for the most part. Um, I don't even know if I agree with what I'm saying here, but I'm, I like the players. That <laughs> I don't are, think he's a good one to use. <laughs> <laughs> I like the players that are characters. Okay. Yeah. Be or, a character. Right. Um, be weird. Yeah. Okay. And then also be an all-star play be, level yeah, player. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. like I don't really care about like, um, if you're just flashy, you know, Tatis is flashy, but he's the best player in the league. You know what I mean? I'll be seeing him tonight. Tatis actually is kind of like, I think he's been humbled a little bit by like being moved to the outfield. Is he back in the, is he back in the infield? He's back at shortstop now, but like, I think he kind of had like a some self doubt that he's kind of trying to find himself again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, he. Um, I think he needs to get that swagger back. Well, he's not going to get it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he started getting it back that night. We went to the Dodgers. He hit yeah. that big yeah. home run yeah. to tie the, the game. They got, he's a special player, and he's a special. Uh, has a lot of special qualities to him and, and all those kind of things. But I, I just, I just think baseball, baseball is a tough sport to be a football player or a basketball player in. Right. What are you talking about? Well, meaning that if you're a great player in basketball and you're a great player in football, you can have as much in your face kind of swagger and, and bravado and all that stuff, because it's just the nature of the sport. You're going to back it up with your performance. But in baseball, you have things called slumps. You have best player only getting a hit once every three times, et cetera, right? You, so baseball has kind of had this quality of you don't – you're not like, a, like oh, I'm, I'm the best in your face, you know, calling people out. No, right? you can't get in somebody's face because you're going to make an out the next two times. Exactly. No matter how good you are. Yeah, exactly. And you'll be humbled and you'll be put back in your place. The baseball will do that to you. Okay. So my point is, is that I just think what I was seeing from Baez and from Lindor was more like what you would see on a football field uh, from, from a football player or on a basketball court from a basketball player, not from baseball. And granted, Hey, people can do baseball their own ways. People have done it differently in the past. And but in general, baseball is a little bit more low key because of the the game itself keeps you in check in reality. You can't right. you can't just say, oh, I'm going to look at me and beat your chest all the time. That's why, you know, that it's it's kind of creeped into baseball a little bit. And, you know, some players are doing that and having fun with I've it. I've seen a lot more like pitchers do a lot more fist pumping yeah. and screaming on the mound than they used to. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm all for players showing more emotion in the game. Sure. Um, and I don't think any of this whole like don't show up the opponent too much. I don't. No. I don't buy all that crap. Like, no. you know, celebrate as much as you want. I mean, taunt, fine, taunt. I don't care. Uh, you know, you might get taunted if if you start. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, I don't think there needs to be any decorum rules on baseball. Um, obviously, though. Although, you know what, I was talking to. I was talking to my brother while we we're at the game and somebody was at third. Um, I think it was Machado was on third talking mm-hmm. to just talking to Justin Turner. 
Yeah. Or Justin Turner was on third talking to Manny Machado. It was the two third basemen talking at third. Yeah. And we were sitting pretty close to the third to third base. And like they were they were laughing, you know, Mm -hmm. chuckling about something. And they played on the same team. Yeah. Yeah. And I I was like, you know, these guys in their eyes somehow, like even for a team that are both like somewhat in a rivalry and going for a playoff spot. Like, yeah, these guys are both on the same side because in a player's mind, it's the owners versus the players. So like they all see themselves as on the same side of their business. You well, know what I mean, yeah, no, and there, there's that, but I think even taking it further with the baseball players and comparing it to the fans, right? Like the players, the weight of the action of any individual playing game doesn't weigh on them as much. Cause if it weighed on them, they wouldn't be able to do what they do. Right, 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 right. And so they got to let it go. You know, they got to, and they got to just, you know, can chat with the guy. And then the next minute he's trying to pick him up and hit him with a glove. Right. Right. There's no, they're just, it's, it's part of the show. Right. And, um, and when I say show, I mean, baseball show, not, not like, tv show uh and so anyway yeah i i just think that i think that the you know the players just are going about their lives and they're doing what they got to do and this is a career for them on a certain level they do have emotion they have their own thing and their own but it's 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 checked in the reality of we only get to see them in the game for three hours right this is a 24-hour operation right baseball player and there's a lot to it you know the preparation, everything else it's, and, and just dealing with all the travel and all the, you can only imagine, you know, people calling you and say, Oh, Hey, can I get tickets? Or, you know, like someone was talking about the, the third cousin factor, second cousin factor of, you know, can I get tickets to the game? Um, and that's why I, I think, uh, uh, you know, players spouses and whatever, they carry a lot of all that for those players. So they can just focus on, what they need to do to go through their business and get there. And then, yeah. then, and then, and then strike out four times after doing all that and then uh-huh. forget all that and then come back the next day, you know, yeah. keep it going. Right. It's hard. Well, I think a lot of these guys, when we see a player strike out, we yeah. often, if we're like just an amateur baseball fan, we don't know why they struck out. They just, we think they just struck out for the same reason we right. struck out in little league. Oh, we swung and missed. Right. No, the reason these guys struck out is because they were looking for one thing yep. or the, and they didn't get it or they, you know, yep. they were thinking it's going to be low and away and they didn't get the call, you know, but it was a good take and they, yeah. you know, they got, they got squeezed like, um, or like they got, they were in a two strike count and they had to look one way because that's where they've been pitching and they've been pitching yep. them away. Then they come like, high and inside they can't That's they can't right. catch up to it like the what these guys know out when they struck out and so when you when you know it's easier it's easier to accept than when you're like why is this fucking guy striking out again right. like you know no, when you're to- a fan totally. you're like you're a bum like you know like you're just mad because you wanted your team yeah. to win um, when you're whereas- booing your team and all that stuff uh, oh I mean, yeah it's 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 outrageous i mean when they booed kenley jansen for for blowing two games in a row against the Giants, right? <laughs> like, I mean, 
It was ridiculous. That was a guy. That's the guy who's been with that team as their closer since like 2011 or something. I don't know. It's some crazy like eight, ten years. Who's a closer for over ten years or nine years or whatever it is, right? Nobody does that. The guy, the guy is, you know, whatever, and you can have your problems with him, but you should never boo your own team like that. And again, that's you know, that's uh, their issues, but. I don't know. I know you were a booer. You boo. I was there. I saw it. I booed a manager. I booed a manager. Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm not ashamed. You, you of booed it. him into firemen. It's. I will. If a pitcher like keeps walking people and the and the manager doesn't take him out, I might start booing. But I'm more booing that he's still in there. Like, yeah, but I'm not but booing these people... that. These people boo the players, and they, that's what happened with the Mets, and so that thing happened. And I remember when I was a kid here in San Francisco, the, there was one writer, Lowell Cohen, he used to write for the Chronicle, I think. He would just rip into these players. And then you wonder why the players ha- – remember, there was a, that was a big thing in the late 70s and early 80s. Players having serious issues, and into the 90s, Barry Bonds, for example – having serious issues with sports writers because the sports writers would personally rip into these players. They were the equivalent for of poor booing. performance. Yes. They were booing them in their columns and they basically by, by putting them down and all this other stuff, they were feeding into what the fan, the whole fan mentality of it, not understanding what these players go through to do what they do and, and to putting it on them like, Oh, you suck. It's like, well, no, you didn't hit the ball. Okay. I'm not going to boo you. I might not be happy, but I don't need to boo you, you know, and I don't need to write a a whole column. The writer should be, uh, the writer should be mature enough not to do that too. We can do a whole episode on sports writers. And well, I know like I've, you know, I remember, columnists from the LA Times in San Diego like yeah you know they're they're essentially writing editorials and their yeah. their readers are eating Opinion it up people. because they're yeah. angry too exactly. so like yeah. you know like you get the the grumpy fan wants to read the you know because they want to they want confirmation that what they're feeling is valid but how many times do you see this and you don't see it these days cuz covid but remember this these classic things the reporters surrounding the player in the locker room at his locker yes. after the game, right? And these questions they're asking are not always the most thoughtful questions. They're not. This questions probably doesn't like, need to happen anymore, ever again, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it it just doesn't locker make locker room shit. It just doesn't make any sense because, like you were saying, you understand why the player missed that ball in in, in really good detail, right? Like. Like exactly like if the umpire calls an early strike on you, that's not a strike that screws you up for the rest of that bat because now you're like, well, is he going to call that one a strike? I got to swing at that pitch. Right. Yeah. And there's all these little, little factors. And now the velocity of the ball is what? 95 plus every time when, when I was a kid, the guys who could throw over 95 were a rarity, you know, it was like, that was, you know, not the case. Yeah. So now you got this velocity thing. So your guessing has to be more intense. It's more of a chess match. You need to figure out what pitches are coming in scenarios based on history. And you've got to figure all this all fast and get yourself set and then execute. And, and everyone's looking at you. <laughs> the 
I mean, it's crazy, some, right? Some it's of these, that... the only thing is when I see a, a batter um, just strike out the same way over, over like, like um, I saw Luke Voigt get struck out on a yeah. slider that broke so far outside. Yeah. Low and outside. Like he couldn't have gotten to it with a, like a right. six foot bat. And I was just like, come on guy. Right. They no, pitch and... the same way to you every time it's, you know, they got righty on righty. Yep. You know, this is coming. If it starts here, it's probably going to end here. Like I'd rather almost see you strike out looking than trying to chase that shit. Like exactly. And, and that's the mental part of the game, right? Because, because that's a mental error because that's where someone is, is putting their, making a decision based on that information where they need to calm it down, think about it, make the right approach. Right. Um, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's all it's, about approach. That's why I get so it, angry about the double plays. I'm like, you know what I mean? Sw- don't sw- If it's early in the count, do not be swinging at a pitch that is likely to create a ground ball. You know right. what I mean? Like, no, no. I, it, but, but there's, there are some things in the game right now, and this is what makes the game still, Hey, that's why we're talking right now. The the best game in the world is that there are these these schools of thought right now, right? Um, it, so Dave Dave's asking if it's over. Obviously, it's not. Um, you should join. They think it's all over. It is now. England have won the World Cup. <laughs> but anyway, so to finish that point is that the the. Some people are looking for certain pitches for certain reasons. And then there's the things you're talking about. Don't swing for these reasons, right? For the game. That's where we're having a really big fight going on because the players are being taught for swing purposes, swing one way, but the game is saying, well, the approach should be a little different in this situation. Yeah. When, Um, when Anthony Rizzo, when Anthony Rizzo came to the Yankees, they're like, he's got two different approaches. He's got a, He's got a regular approach and a two strike approach. That's why he's so good. I've seen this guy strike out plenty. Okay. (laughs) So whatever that two strike approach is, he might need to tweak it a little bit. (laughs) He left it in Chicago. Um, He's been okay. Like, you know, I, I watched him closely because he was on my fantasy team and like, you know, he, he came back from COVID. He was playing like shit for like two, two or three games, but then he turned it around. So Daver. Yo, I'm wait, hold on. I'm coming in. Sorry. I, I You're in. I don't know if I was ready yet. I'm You're in. You're there's no ready yet. You're on. <laughs> there's no green room. Dave Neglia. Yeah, there's no green room. <laughs> <laughs> You're in. And with that, we wait we want to introduce the man of the hour. Yes. The the man who said nothing is too good for my brother. <laughs> wait what did you just... what did <laughs> i say he just plugged I... something in i don't think he was ready he's still in the green room <laughs> i'm i'm in now can you hear me okay. better well, is, the, like... is the fridge stocked <laughs> i'm jamming on some popcorn you might hear some crunching <laughs> that's fine all right dave while we have you i know you have had a busy monday while we have you um kevin and i just wanted to di- um dig dig in on the exciting game that you took us to on Saturday night, Dodgers Padres. Yeah. We had 
we had glorious seats in the fancy section, um, which I was trying to explain to Wendy yesterday. Like, it felt like that game took 15 minutes. I was so fucking focused on the game because of how close we were. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, also really, really wanting the Padres to beat the Dodgers. Um, But like, I felt like that game like went by like nothing, even though I, I like, had like so many observations. I saw so many little intangible things that like I typically don't pick up on. Um, I was so in the game. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, it was it was a, an amazing experience. I don't know the next time I'll ever get to be down that close to a, an actual game that I care about. Maybe I could get that close to the Angels or something, but like um, – it was just, you know, really exciting. I wanted to thank you again for that. Oh, um, of course. No. But uh, yeah, best, best, best birthday baseball ever. Yeah, but, that uh, was pretty awesome. That was pretty fun. And yeah, and we got there an hour beforehand and it still flew by. It did. Well, uh, it, did, it didn't help that Ross climbed on the field in the fifth inning and got in the <laughs> on-deck circle. That's why it went by faster. Yeah, exactly. He got out after that. I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Look, if I was in the on deck circle, I at least I'd take a few I, pitches, unlike yeah, Grisham. Exactly. At least you wouldn't strike out swinging. Oh God, swing. we played. We that was our best game of the of the weekend, and uh, yeah. we still lost. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was terrible. Dodgers we, are Dodgers are a tough thing right now. They just have our number too. Like you know. It's it's they're in our heads. I mean, I hate to say that, but, you know, well, they, it, we we think this is the greatest rivalry of all time. And they are just <laughs> like a fly is buzzing around my head. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, we don't, don't we don't matter that, to them. We they're looking up, up at the Giants. They're not looking back at us. They we are irrelevant to them. And that's the hardest part. That's the worst thing is that we don't even count like we're they don't even respect us enough to to dislike us although they did boo manny a lot but i think yeah that's that different. was the dodger that's fans. different yeah, yeah that's more a dodger residue yeah. than than him being a yeah he was on their team i don't know why they disliked him. it wasn't well, like he came into town on the red Sox. like he was on the dodgers no but they don't like they didn't like him because he laughed and then he was you know he was being he was a manny. free agent but he was manny when he was with the dodgers he just likes playing the heel, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, but if but, he yeah, gave up it, the love to the Dodger fans, they would give it back. So, but I want to know. So, uh, Ross, you had a couple things notes here about this this game you went to, which it sounds like Dave took you and and you had a great great time. You were in like a place that if you were sitting there in that seat in uh, nineteen eighty eight, you would actually be on a folding chair on the field, right? <laughs> oh yeah, they, I think so. They, yeah. Yeah, because they moved they moved the the stands in closer to the action. Yeah, once um, upon yeah. a time those seats were like part of the field. Yeah, which is pretty you know it's pretty amazing because you think about it, you're like hey whoa when I was a kid looking at Dodger Stadium, you're on the field now so <laughs> that's a pretty good seat. It's a pretty good seat, yeah for sure. Um, and then so you were talking about Max Muncy. What, did, what okay. happened to Max Muncy? Okay, Max Muncy, Dave. I think you were sitting next to me when this happened. Max, Max Muncy got called out on strikes twice to end the inning, both times to end the inning. Yeah. So he was doing that thing where he's standing at home plate, stripping off his, his elbow pad and his batting glove. And his, he's the first time he's like looking at the umpire with some dirty looks like, are you really, where was that? Yeah. You know, what? 
You didn't see that, you know, a little bit outside? No? Okay, like, he was just giving the ump dirty looks. And then, like, three or four innings later, same thing. Muncie punched out to end the inning with runners on base. Muncie, looking back at the umpire, doesn't say anything, just takes off one batting glove, throws it down, takes off an elbow pad, throws it down, like, drops, but almost drops it. Like, and he's just eyeballing this ref. He's, it was almost like a comic, like a comic routine. You know what I mean? Like it was vaudevillian and how yeah. he was like making a big show of how unhappy he was. It was, it was like uh, Jackie Gleason or something like this. Really? Like he was just totally like, but he was calm. Yeah. He kept his calm. He didn't say a word. I but thought was... it was, sorry, go ahead, Dave. He... Oh, it's Kevin. No. Yeah. But he was I like did. pantomiming, right? Like he yeah, was, he was totally like like a, like a, just a visual kind of thing, right? Like you could just read everything he was trying to express. It was silly. That's what I yeah. loved about it. It was yeah. silly. Yeah, I actually liked it too. I, and I agreed with even you know I, it, they both did look like questionable strikes. I think he actually had a case. I, I he's probably my favorite Dodger. I must say. I don't know if that's allowed. But, he's um, amongst my least favorite Dodgers. <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate your appreciation for him. But well, but well him I'm... and Kingston got a photo together, so oh. that's why you know he uh, he, yeah, that's he was good cool. to Kingston. He was good to Kingston, and that counts for something. I think he's like probably one of the more real, realistic Dodgers, right? Like, you know, he he's he his if you follow his career and how he ended up there and how how he ended up leading the league in home runs or at least up there in home runs maybe not this year but um it's pretty amazing like the guy looks like he should be playing softball on the weekends but he's yeah he's like he's a great player for the dodgers you know he is and he's uh, a great player yeah and well once upon a time the dodgers were all about the reclamation projects like the you know, yeah, but, like but, the Giants are now, like you know, you, Justin well, Turner, Max Muncie, these guys are total reclamation projects. Yeah, but this, there's one follow through with all three of the with those with those things. Is Farhan for the Giants was from the A's, and that's where Muncie was. And when he was at the Dodgers, Farhan he got Muncie to the Dodgers. So right, and that's that's why you see that similarity of that that guy is just picking things off the heap. Or finding something in the heap that other people didn't see, and then exploiting it. So it's pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah. and 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 Muncie's definitely that case because no one would have. I mean, I, I don't know the full story, but he was with the A's, and then then he, he they didn't care about him, and then the Dodgers got him, and they crafted him into who he is. You know, so pretty. They did a great job. Cool they story. Did a really good job. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about where this game went awry. Okay. All right. Dave and I are sitting there. Um, Paddock walks Bellinger. Uh, Bellinger scores um, from first. Um, so the Dodgers push two across. Then the Padres come back, score two of their own. Yeah. In the next top of the inning. Beautiful we're thinking home we're, run. we're thinking that we're yep. thinking we're gonna have a great, you know, great game here. Then shit goes pear-shaped in the bottom of the fifth. Um, Paddock starts getting wild. He he's all over the map. He he walks the number eight hitter, and then he walks the pitcher, and then they take him out and bring in Stammen. Um, and we all know what happens next. Mookie Betts steps up, 
and first pitch cracks a three three run homer. Um, yep. Dave, um, did you on uh, you know a how this could have been avoided? What was the Padres' fatal mistake? Well, the first bad thing was was I mean walking the pitcher that that was on three on four straight pitches bunch yeah you know like just just put them on you know like that I love Paddock but you, that can't happen that can't happen you know so okay let's say it does happen now you've got two men on two out bring in a guy who's gonna get an out you know just bring him in don't bring in Stamen fucking. You know, Stamen is not reliable. And, of course, one pitch, three runs, and there's your game. You know, that's it. Game over. You got to pitch also, more carefully. Y- you got to have someone who doesn't do shit like that. Like, that's <laughs> all of the middle relief <laughs> of the Padres is is liable to do that, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, we bring in the guy who doesn't Hill. do that. I know Tim yeah, Hill's Tim a Hill lefty, would have right? been better. Yeah, and Tim Hill's de- definitely more gutsy in those kind of situations, you know. If we but just I, had fucking Pomerantz, if yeah. he was healthy, you know what I mean? But I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm, I actually pulled up the thing because I wanted to look at it. Cause, so Gavin Lux actually got a clean – I was watching the game. He got a clean single, like, up the – like, I think left uh, – to, yeah, to like towards center field, you know, like a clean single yeah. on the ground up the middle, right? Or whatever it was, right? Or a little to the side. And then, and so he gets a clean single, okay? Gavin Lux. He had already struck out Will Smith. He got Cody Bellinger on a ground out. Lux gets a single, right? And we're not talking a, a double or something blast. And, and this, and Ross, you know where I'm going with this. Then the pitching coach comes out. Why is the pitching coach going out? To talk to him before he faces Bueller. Is he is if his only reason is out there to delay so that the guy gets a chance to warm up, he didn't even do that right because the guy evidently was not warmed up because he served up a home run on the first pitch. It, th- that part to me was really, really weird. Like oh, wait, so you're saying and- that Paddock didn't lo- walk both people? He, no. You're saying Lux got on with a base hit? Okay. Lux got a, a, a ground, and I recall it was kind of like a ground single between second baseman and right. the middle of the field. Okay, and then he gets two outs. He already had two outs before that. Yeah. So, and he struck out Will Smith, and he got Cody Bellinger on the ground out. He gives up a single to Lux, who just came off the DL or IL, um, I believe. So, you know, it's expected. Guys coming off, they're more, you know, they're hot. But they got the pitcher. I just don't understand. Why is the pitching coach going to talk to a pitcher with the pitcher coming out? What is there to explain? The pitcher yeah. is up. You're there to strike him out. Right. So I think I personally think what happened there was the pitching coach coming out threw Paddock off because yeah. Paddock was in a groove or whatever, and because evidently he was throwing strikes. Lux got right. a ground a single. Bellinger grounded out, and Smith struck out. So. Why is the pitching coach going out there to talk to the pitcher? Well, maybe the maybe Stammen wasn't ready. You know what I mean? Maybe he was just coming out to say, hey, this is your last guy either way. So try and get out of the inning. You know, throw strikes. Well, but strikes. isn't this also the new pitching coach, some fucking visor-wearing, grotastic moron who doesn't know the game? <laughs> yeah. he, Wait a minute. I mean, come on. Come <laughs> on, you, man. Yeah, I, I think that was a very good analogy because I think he's more into tennis. But um, – <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah. What no, was he doing? I never thought of that. Kevin's takes are the best takes. That's exactly right. Paddock was on the, is on fire. He gives up one single. And then why does the guy come out? Yeah. I what, what was that I, for? I had no idea because, because even it's the pitcher coming up. So it's not like you have a strategy. Nobody's right. on second base. There's no need to say, Hey, yeah. uh, look out for right. the signs. They're going to steal, blah, blah, blah. No, no, Okay. Right. It, it, and this it, is it, some new guy too. They don't have a relationship yet. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like your new boss coming out and telling you like, you know, how the, how the company runs. It's like, dude, we've been here, you know, yeah. we've yeah. been fucking working this shit. Don't come out here and tell me what to do. Because and he got he mad. Throws four balls, so whatever right. he told yeah. him, it wasn't good anyway. There's nothing. No, because <laughs> he didn't. Even, You're right. He didn't even extend the at bat. He made the at bat as you know. That was terrible. Yeah, that okay. was so, the worst. And, and so, so I, because I, I just don't understand how he, he, why there was no reason for the the coach to come out there. because he'd also only given up. I believe that hit by Lux was only the third hit of the game. Yeah, right. And he, and he did have he get a few walks earlier in the game, but he only that was the only third hit of the game. I, I don't even know why they took him out after walking Bueller. To be honest with you, like I just don't. I don't. I think maybe they thought he was gassed. I don't know. I uh, think uh, the, he's they in might the nineties. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. No, he was at. Or no, just he about. wasn't at hundred. He was at ninety-two. Okay, so oh. wh- when we were reviewing the game yesterday. And I said, well, you know, and you were saying, why the hell did they bring out the pitching coach? I yeah. was still under the false uh, recollection that he had walked Gavin Lux. Oh, okay. um, so like, you know, guy gives up a walk. Um, then maybe a pitching coach visit is warranted. But uh, if it was just like a nice solid single, like no big deal. You got the pitcher coming up. Just let your guy, you know, yeah. don't throw him off his rhythm. At yeah. that point in the game, Ross, me and you were sitting there. We were we were having maybe like some garlic fries or some some, <laughs> some turkey, some carved turkey. I don't exactly remember, but <laughs> and we were we were kind of like, okay, let's get on with this because we want to see our guys come up to the plate and do what they do. And we were like, really would be good to get this guy out so he can face the pitcher. Like we were talking like way ahead. Right. Of right. what was going to be? Oh going yeah, on. yeah, yeah. I was saying we were Lux. we weren't worried. It wasn't like oh Paddock's failing like that. We were just like he should really get him out. So then he and then he was like it. Oh God. Yeah, I, I just I I, uh. I think that that pitching coach business. I don't know. It just really jumped out at me that Ross. That was like yeah. That's I, why I mentioned it because I I'm I was watching that game. I watched more probably about that. I think the giant games on TV because I don't can't watch giant games. But um, and I was like what. What, what and and also I was curious too because I didn't know who the Padres pitching coach was because I knew the other guy got fired but I didn't know who they hired um, so I was like who is that guy and then you know because I knew for sure he was in Tingler and right. then and I was just like that's weird and then when he throws four straight balls I go no and then they come out and get him and then you and I was like oh that was and I think I even texted you Ross I'm like that was weird like what the hell yeah that and was then, weird. And then and then Mookie Betts does Mookie Betts business. Yeah. And, and yeah. yeah. And then it kind of then all of a sudden that that ball that uh, bat boy serving you this carved turkey in your seats doesn't <laughs> doesn't taste so good anymore. No, no, yeah. I know. I had to go get some of the uh, the dragon fruit cheesecake to kind of yeah. settle me down a little bit. <laughs> but it it did it did. But it was it was tough. only yeah. in L.A. 
Only at that in LA. point, we we do tried to cut our losses the, and just eat as much food as we could. But at those seats, do they actually bring your car around to your seats so you don't have to? It's a bullpen <laughs> car. If they they come with a bullpen car. Even though the helmet, take you. The yeah, it, helmet. But, no, it's yeah, a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the um, helmet car. Remember the helmet cars? They need to bring those back. Those were great, mostly in football, though. If I'm not mistaken. No, they had there were baseball had them for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, maybe yeah. I'm a little bit older. Late seventies, they had them. So I remember the Chargers had a had a oh a right helmet car. Yeah, they had actual helmet. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that we we understand that that was the turning point of the game, right? Yes. Like, I mean, we Dave and I looked. Everybody around us was standing and cheering. We were the, the only two sitting down. So we're. We're sitting down a bunch, uh, amongst a bunch of standing fans losing their minds. Yeah. So, but then the Padres actually showed some fight back. They got right. runners on. Uh, they got runners on the next uh, uh, down the road. And yep. freaking Joe Kelly comes out of the bullpen to uh, just wild applause. He's a fan favorite, of course. Yeah. And. He he mows down two Padres with strikeouts to end the threat, and we're like, Ugh. yeah, that was brutal. Yeah, yeah, man on it, third, one out, can't get him home. That's bad. Yeah, because especially because yeah, I was watching that, and that was in the top of the eighth, right? They blink, they bring in Blake Trainin, who we got to trying in. I know. I don't know anyone who likes that guy. Like, I just don't like him. Even I don't like him, Dodger. Like, just his whole like demeanor, everything. I just I just don't like yeah. him. Yeah. So like he he comes in and 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 I think he hit the first guy right. He hit Frazier with a pitch or something. Right. Like yeah, that's right. And then, uh, but so they they get to him like you know Machado singles and Tatis singles, and then Hosmer grounds out to make the first out, and then they come and take the the guy out, and Joe Kelly comes in. Now was Joe right. Kelly wearing that mariachi jacket or no? He was. He did. He came out in the mariachi jacket and then took it off and put it on a coat hanger <laughs> and gave it to uh, the Bat Boy. The and bat fucking boy was... spiked us with a goddamn sword like we were the damn bull. The ba- like the bull, exactly. The, the yeah. Bat Boy was just like a little. The Bat Boy was like a little little uh, helper to the matador. Yeah, uh, yeah. With a little pillow or something. Um, yeah. Wow. And then yeah, and then he he just shut the door there, and that was. And that was kind of the game because then that, that was, was the game. game. Yeah. And then that was it. But yeah. not literally, but emotionally. But yeah, but, I mean, I didn't think Kenley was going to blow it. He didn't. And, he wasn't feeling like it. And then the, the stat that blew my mind from that game, and I, I, I think I texted you, uh, Ross, was uh, Tatis and Machado were six for eight. Oh, boy. The yeah. rest of the team was two for 26. Oh my God. So <laughs> That's not okay. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's no. a problem, right? That's a problem. Dude. Because, because they did, ev- those two guys did everything they could possibly do in that game to win that game. Like, yeah. they did everything. Like, you know, they probably even like made the food before the game or something yeah. for the team. They did everything <laughs> they could possibly do. And what did everyone else do? Everything yeah. they couldn't possibly do. Yeah, yeah. nothing. Yeah. I mean, absolutely nothing. Two yeah. hits in 26 at-bats. I yeah. was so depressed when I saw Aaron Nola coming up as a pinch – or Austin Nola coming up as a pinch yeah. hitter. You don't want your catcher as your only bench bat. Come on. Come on. I mean, I know we just lost Cronenworth. Profar, I mean, he's not exactly he, – he's had some good pinch hits at-bats in his day, but – 
Um, not recently. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm out there, right? Or had he already pinch hit? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm just I'm looking back to see who actually got the hit. So Fam had Austin one... Nola did not have a good at bat. Fam had a hit, and must have been someone in the first inning. No, Fam. Who was the other guy who got a hit? I don't even know. Let's look at the box score. Uh, so Fam had one hit, and Hosmer had a hit. Hosmer had a hit. Yep, that and ball that's it. that that's it dunked in. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's just. That's just not acceptable. This, 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 this will tell you the true sign of the whole situation. So the three guys after Tatis and Machado, all, all of them, each of them, had three guys left on base. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I bet each one of their names was. <laughs> Hosmer and Tatis. I know. Tatis I mean, Machado and, and Tatis. Machado, yeah. So anyway, just, just uh, it was too bad because, you know, uh, I was pulling. So who are the Padres playing tonight? Uh, they're going. They're playing the game I'm going to. You're going to the game. Yeah, I'm going to see you. We'll be watching TV. We'll watch. No, for I'll you. be. I'll see you. Oh, you Darvish. Yeah, you pitching. So okay. I'll, Abby, um, cut I'll, that. Cut that joke out, Abby. We don't <laughs> want this. Our new, our new producer, Abby, will have that line stricken. But anyway, yeah, I'm going tonight because the Giants can – I'm not going to rub this in, but the Giants can clinch a playoff spot tonight. But I was trying to figure out – I couldn't find it anywhere if, if a team lost, if they got it. Because the magic number is one, and one is, is, not, is a half, really, in baseball, right? Because you can get one without, with, while you lose. You know, right. Someone else. I think we lost Dave. Oh, Dave's gone. Oh, oh no. It's all right. He, it was perfect. He came in out of the bullpen. He did. He was like Joe he, Kelly. Yeah, unfortunately. And shut <laughs> shut us all down. He came in. He did his job. Yeah. He and put on his be, jacket. That might be a good uh, good way to end it because I think we covered uh, covered yeah, your whole. Yeah, we covered list, everything for the NL wild card, but we indirectly covered that. Yeah, so. we've gone exactly sixty nine minutes, so let's stop. Yeah. Full full stop. Okay. Um. Good show. Have fun tonight. Yeah. And, I'll send you some uh, photos from the bullpen. Okay. Good. Get out there and have fun. Yeah, I'll be okay. all right. All right, bye, thanks, Kev. everyone. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.